Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. in um I was on the east coast over the weekend and y- my hair was doing some weird shit like I was like it was yeah. like it was so humid but it wasn't like it was almost just like falling flat it wasn't like a lot of volume it was just literally like I put a curl in it and then just went straight <laughs> and I was like okay where did the curl go dude humidity <sighs> fucks with my hair in not a good way ever I don't know about fu- it goes between it just like falling damp, flat too. and just frizzy yeah yes. it just feels like damp <laughs> I don't know. It was not my jam. When I was in Costa Rica, my hair never dried. Like it didn't matter if I had a blow dryer. It just stayed wet. It was always damp. It just was freaking wet. So yeah, it's annoying. I like I like Vegas dry yeah, heat for my hair. I know. I'm used to it now. <laughs> well, not Vegas, but LA dry heat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, L- LA's, uh, speaking of LA and Vegas weather, it's been wacky. There was some hurricane this week for so something. wild. I had a meeting with a gal who was in LA and we had a Zoom and she was like, oh, I'm in LA and there's a hurricane. And I just kind of brushed it off because I'm like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. So I was just like, oh, that's funny. And then I get off the meeting and then Jeff comes out. He goes, hey, there's supposed to be a hurricane. I was like, wait, what? I just, I heard this lady tell me that, but I just ignored her because I thought she was a lunatic. (laughs) So I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. There's never been a hurricane in California or Vegas. And I don't know about where you were, but- we had rain, but it's like August has weird kind of rain flash floods anyway. So I didn't feel like it was any worse than that. I mean, maybe a little more. You wind, know what's but- interesting is like anytime anything's going on in California, I always have a ha- like a half a dozen people in my life reach out and they're like, "Are you okay?" Because it's always like, yeah. "I saw the the wildfires. Are you okay?" Like, and this is just a PSA for people who don't live in California for whatever reason. On when it's on the news. And people are like, oh, it's California again. I get like people think the the fires are happening like in your backyard. Just so right. everyone gets it, it's like it's in canyons where there's like not that many houses normally. It's like very much like in a brush area. So it's not even oftentimes like in a dense forest. It's usually because if it's like a dense forest, chances are there's actually probably water there. That's probably why they don't, it doesn't catch on fire as much. So it's probably be like low grass, dry grass, little shrubs, stuff like that. And chances are like, there's not all that many homes. So like I'm in a city, so there's not like going to be a fire blowing through the city. But we did, <laughs> I get, I did have a good amount of people reach out because I was actually flying back on Sunday and that was like mm-hmm. the, the main hurricane day, but it got downgraded to a tropical storm. And then by the time I landed around like 6 PM, there was like barely any rain. I mean, there was definitely rain, but it was like yeah. nothing. I was like, I was really, I was really impressed that we made it back. Like shout out to Delta because I guess Southwest canceled like 700 flights preemptively. Oh, dang. Like I would have been pissed if yeah. I got home and I was like, it's like barely this raining here. Yeah. Like it was totally <laughs> yeah. fine. Landing was fine. Wasn't choppy. Wasn't yeah. bumpy. Like, so anyway, go Delta. I, I had an, yeah, I had an appointment with 
stretch lab or stretch zone or something like this little stretch place. And she preemptively canceled my appointment. And it was, I totally, it was fine. I had a, another appointment on Monday anyway, and I drove and the weather was fine. So yeah. Anyway, we're alive. There's all these jokes going on in the uh, in like the next door groups. They're like, post your pictures of Hurricane Hillary, and people have like their uh, backyard furniture, like a chair t- knocked over. That's it. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, hashtag we will rebuild. <laughs> Just all, the sarcasm is great. I know it is funny, but. Um, <laughs> but actually, so I wanted to talk about this this because it kind of came up for me this weekend. Is I was I had a I was going on a date with Jeff and he, so we like have this thing every month. We call it our month anniversary. Basically on the 18th, we like have a date night or something. We celebrate. That was like the day we met was on the 18th. And we used to joke around about like how we would renew the lease every single month. And so maybe the last, I don't know, four or five months, we haven't been doing it as much. We've just been busy and doing other things or traveling. So this last month was like our half year month anniversary. So anyway, he planned a date and he brought home flowers. And um, I was like thinking about this and I was like, am I going to post these flowers? I'm like, no, why would I post them? And then I was kind of thinking about just in general, I was like, if I posted flowers, like how would that make other people feel? And who is that for? Because I was thinking about the last two years of our relationship where things have been pretty rocky for a lot of times. And if I'm posting the flowers, it's like in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing this because like, you know, people should strive to have this. Or even when people talk about the relationship and like, you should have date night with your partner, like sure. But not every season of your relationship is going to be having date night or you're going to be in a great place to be doing those kind of things. And so in my thought of posting or not posting, which I didn't, was who would I be posting this for and what would be the intended outcome? And then the reality is, is when I see posts like that, if I see somebody posting about their relationship, tends to turn to comparison. You know, in the last two years, we've had a lot of our own, a lot of our just own personal stuff, right? Just trauma and things we're going through, which of course affected our relationship. And so then I'm seeing other people in like, let's say a good place in their relationship and it's making me feel feel bad about Mm -hmm. mine and has nothing to do with what's going on in mine. So I'm, I was just starting to think about these things when we post about good things that are happening in our lives. And, and you actually had just sent another email about when you posted about a vacation years ago and sharing our successes and sharing our wins. And I think that there is a really important, like, I don't know if there's a line, right? It's, there's kind of this gray area. So I thought it'd be a good conversation to have because mm-hmm. I think it is important to share those wins and those successes and to see where people are, are at. And at the same time, some of the things are maybe a disservice to other people because it's like, are we posting really only when things are going fantastic and this isn't how things are all the time? And is it hurting or is it helping the people watching? Mm -hmm. So, and ultimately, like, let me caveat this with everything we see is our responsibility to decide how we take it. And at the same time, we're still in this place where like we compare, we pass judgment, we do all of those things. So the question really is, who are we posting for? And what's the intention behind it? And I guess for me, that was more the reason I did post. I'm like, what's the intention? Like just to show off. I'm like, wasn't showing off last year when we were like not doing so well. So this is really not the point. Like that's for me and my my personal um, self to like enjoy. So anyway, yeah, that's kind of what I want to talk about. Well, I will say this. I have a couple of uh, thoughts on, just on the specific example, and then we can talk about uh, the email from last week as well. But um but you posting about the flowers is real in the moment. 
Like that was, you guys were in a good place when you got the flowers, right? So like to me, it's not like you're having an argument and then like, you know, these are makeup flowers or something. Like it's to me, it's like, that's real. So like you have every right to post that because it's real. It's not like I bought myself these flowers. And then I said that Jeff bought them for me. It's like, you know, so like I actually think it's, it would be, um, I don't know, like it would be fine to post them because it is a, a actual true representation of the moment in your relationship that you got the flowers. So, sure. and I get what you're saying. Um, so it's interesting. I've, I get like, Keith gets me flowers like fairly regularly, not like every single week, but like a couple times a month. And um, I post every once in a while, like I think I maybe posted like two, three times over the course of the last couple of years. And I actually post for him. I actually don't post mm-hmm. to be like, I have a perfect relationship. I think it because I like know that I don't have a perfect relationship. So like to me, it would be weird to post something to be like to show that I was. That wouldn't even feel good in like my body really. Like it would just actually give me like a visceral response. And we've definitely gone through, you know, different difficult times in our relationship. And I, I like was – I'm not going to be like, oh, we have the best relationship ever in those moments. So I think it's okay to like not post when something, especially if you don't know, like what's, if you're struggling and you don't know what the outcome is going to be of that struggle, then I don't think you need to be like, hey, we got in a fight this week. Like, I don't think you need to like a fucking play by play relationship. But I, and maybe this is a little sneaky, but I actually post for Keith so that I get more flowers. (laughs) Right, right. Like for me, it's like affirmation in a way, you know? Like we we did we did a whole separate episode on like is public declaration your sixth love language. And I actually think for me it is really important. Like some of the Keith and I are doing this book right now. Um it's sex talks with we had um Xander and Vanessa on the show. Uh, a couple months ago because their book came out and it's called Sex Talks. And we've actually been doing some of these talks. There's like there's like five talks. We've done like a couple. And it's basically like how do you – like what do I do that shows you I love you? And I actually said like whenever I launch a program and he shares my program into his Instagram stories and is like, hey, Jill has a new mm-hmm. program out. Like that just is like so – it's not like, oh, he's letting all these bitches know that he's with somebody. Like it's not about that. It's just like he's proud of me. And he's yeah. he's sharing his pride in a medium that I that I get, right? Like social media is yeah. a medium I understand. That's what the, that's a communication tool that I get and that I value, obviously so much for business. So when Keith shares us, uh, something about us or whatever, it means a lot. And so I actually, when you're saying that, I was like, fuck, I'm sharing. Who are you sharing for? I'm sharing for Keith <laughs> so that I get more yeah. flowers. Well, you know, it's true too, because I, I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, like I want to validate and then like give him public praise. Yeah. And then I like overthought that. And I was like, well, but then is he going to, there was a whole lot of overthinking about this. And I was like, okay, I'm just not posting it. It's fine. I took pictures for myself and saved it. But I, it was, it was funny because I was thinking about that as well. And then I was like, is he going to think I'm manipulating him? And that's like, I don't <laughs> I'm know. like, There's yes, a bunch of, I am. Whole bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm manipulating him. But you know, yeah. I, was, I was thinking about this last week because I emailed out to my list and I actually put on social as well. It was a, it was a quote card that said, when people comment must be nice, just respond, it is. It just respond, yeah. it is, right? And I know that you, you hate, fucking hate that uh, phrase as much as I do. And people are like, must be nice. And you're like, yeah. so anyway, I wrote this email and I wrote this post and it was basically saying how like I was going through like a really hard time in my marriage and, but I was also like traveling at the time and I was in these beautiful locations and I was drinking wine with my friends and whatever. So both can be true. You can be struggling in your relationship and have moments of joy even though you're struggling Mm. in your relationship. So me sharing this glass Mm -hmm. of wine against this beautiful sunset 
on social media at the time was true. And then I got a comment from a lady who said, uh, I think we've talked about this before on the show. She said, you know, if I have to see another glass of wine against a beautiful backdrop, I'm going to scream, where are the kids who are sick getting you up at two in the morning? Where's the bumper to bumper traffic? Like, and so basically it was just a post about like, is it okay to share your success? So then I got a comment. Now it gets really meta, right? I got a comment from this woman. It says, I think you missed the point of the woman's post. <laughs> about not posting about your real life. I don't think anyone wants to shame you out of your success, but it is helpful to show the hard work and real life struggles you have to get that success versus the highlight reel. No one wants to see just the highlight reel. Now, what the the ironic thing about this comment, and it's fine, I didn't respond back, but the ironic thing about this comment was in the post I said, my husband cheated on me. So it wasn't like right. I was not talking about the struggle. So... I think that I understand people not wanting to see the highlight reel. I actually sent this to Shantae, who we've had on the show, Move Maestro, because her big thing and her big message in her brand is share your joy. Share your mm -hmm. joy. Like that's her thing is like live your best life and share your joy. But everything you and I are talking about in this episode right now is exactly why people like you and me don't share their joy is because we get comments yeah. like this and people saying, Hey, you're just showing the highlight reel. Where's the kids at seven, you know, at 2 AM waking you up. Like, you know, so we get blowback and Shantae is very open about how like she doesn't get that much blowback because of the way that she looks and how she, you know, shows up and things like that. And she's like, and so she's actually helped me share a lot more of my joy and success because I was like, it's not safe because these are the kind of comments I get. Yeah. And so yeah. it's like, which comes first? Chicken or the egg. And, and so here's, and so I kind of asked Shantae, I was like, Hey, like, you know, where's the line? Is it like, okay to just share all of your joy? And she was like, well, it needs to be true. Right. So, right. So yes, share your joy, but it needs to be true. Like if you shared those flowers and it was, but that wasn't the reality of what was happening in your relationship at that moment, that it would be dishonest. Mm -hmm. So that's more where I come down as like, share your joy so long as it's true. I think you and I have yeah. a hard time. We've done whole episodes on this where couples who are literally about to get divorced yeah. are sharing, like are running programs together, are taking people's money, are talking about how they have the, the key to successful relationship. That to me is dishonest. But if you're having something in your relationship, like normal ebbs and flows where things are, you know, you're going through something, I don't think it's dishonest to share about a nice moment that you had. That doesn't sound like the highlight reel, right? Like, I mean, to me, I don't know. It, it seems odd to me that you need to share bad shit so that people, so that you can share good shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's so funny and this seems so obvious and normal as we're talking about it. And at the same time, I'm like, yes, this is why we've been scared too. And I think because of what's happened in our past and maybe yep. just this PTSD from like sharing <laughs> sharing my marriage when I thought it was fucking fantastic and I had no idea he was cheating on me, right? So then you're like, I'm scared to share anything that's good and even some of the bad stuff I hold back on until it's kind of over. And it's it's so bizarre. It's actually so, so bizarre too. And it's funny too, that lady commented that you need to share the hard stuff because often I think you do a good job of that. I think I do a good job of that as well. But I also think it's important to not always connect only on that. Totally. I've I feel like I've gone down that path a little and had to like pull back because I don't want everyone just um, – Pitying. 
connecting with me on this like shitty stuff. I'm like, yes, I've been through shitty things, but also let's connect on the fact that we are like survivors and that we get through hard stuff. Not that we're like sitting in the muck together. And like, you know, you and I said to each other a ton of memes back in like 2017 about sitting in the muck together and it was funny and it, it, it just was what it was. But we also knew like, this is not our, like, this is not our dwelling place. We're not staying here. And so it's just, it's really, really tricky. It's hard to to find the balance. And I think maybe that's why part of it was a big overthinking piece for me was, was that I think these couples that I see and I have seen in the past where it's like, literally someone's being cheated on. They're like date night. And so like we had a fun night. We went to see Caratop. It was really cool. It was a great show. And by the way, when you come to Vegas, we have to see it. I would definitely see it again. It was so good. Um, but like, I didn't even want to post about any of it. I was like, I'm just going to live my life and we're going to go see the show. And I talked about it after, but I just was really, I don't know why I was overthinking it so much. And maybe because I really have kind of been off social media for mm. the last two years, just like haven't been on as much, really observing. And then I'm like questioning everything. Like what are motives here? Who's paying attention? And I have to get back to the like, who the fuck who fuck cares well, like also, somebody's like, gonna have thing. an opinion regardless right and i'm also just like it's it would be wild to me they have to earn the right to share something positive like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i mean there's so much negative everywhere you look like the news and like most of the facebook feed is like something negative yeah. so i don't know to me i think that people like to see happiness way more, yeah. even if it's fucking fake. I think they like to see, I think there's so many more people who want to see something happy and people living a life that they love and joyful than there are people who are like, look, I need to see that your life is terrible. And also like, I don't yeah. fucking want to connect with those people. I'm honest. I'm, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't want someone who's like, show me the bad stuff. I'm like, I yeah. get that human nature. We just want to be like, God, because we, we tend to default to so like, am I the only one who like shitty stuff is happening to? I think you just have to know that that's not the case. Even the people who have seemingly the most great relationship on social media, I'm sure they get in fights. I'm sure they get in arguments. And I guess for me, when I just know that, seeing them, you know, having a, on a beautiful vacation, like loving up on each other doesn't, it doesn't um, make me feel insecure because I'm like, they're all so human. I fucking know that things happen to the best couples. Yeah. It doesn't mean, and it also doesn't mean the relationship is bad. It just means that they're normal. So I think if we can hold and know that no one's perfect and no relationship is perfect, then I don't know, to me, you wouldn't feel so as we wouldn't feel as threatened when we see like a nice moment. Well, it's interesting how we also have this, um, almost defensive mechanism that we have to defend. Like even the fact that you felt like you had to say, well, I was in this great moment, but I was going through some hard shit. It's like, why do we even have to defend the fact that we were in a great moment or that we didn't have stuff handed to us or our parents weren't rich and we earned this ourselves. Like, Justify, who the fuck cares? Justify, what if we justify. like? <laughs> yeah, it's it. I find myself doing that. This a is lot a women thing, though, too. Don't you think? Like, mm, I feel, and I know I it's like so. a generalization, but I never see a man out there talking about getting a raise at work or getting a promotion and being like, "Well, you have to realize I was in the mailroom for five years before I got this promotion." Like, no one's justifying their success. I mean, I think in general, men probably don't share as much as women yeah. in general. But why is it that we constantly have to be like? all right, I said one bad thing. So now I can say uh, one good thing, <laughs> but we do it naturally. I agree with you. 
No, for sure. I, I feel that I've caught myself doing this many times of justify even just small things, right? Like when someone will say, oh, I like your outfit. And you're like, yeah, but I, I got it on sale at TJ Maxx. It's like, <laughs> you don't even have to say that. It's just, we have to like justify why we did a thing or why we're carrying something fancy or like why we went on a vacation or how much money we spent on something. And it's like, we're downplaying it for some reason. And I don't know, I guess I, all that to say that I want to stop doing that. Um, and that it doesn't need to happen. And I'm going to get out of my overthinking, you know, posting things of things that are true and definitely post more joy. I've been thinking about that just the word a lot lately too, is just joy and like having more joy in my life and, and finding those moments of joy. And, and I have had a lot of these amazing moments in the last couple of years. And because I haven't been on social media as much, I haven't posted them. And in some ways it's been nice because it's been like for me. But on the other hand, to your point, people are looking for that and they're looking for inspiration. And if there's so much bullshit online that they're out there to see, like maybe we need to actually offer that things aren't always so terrible and they can be good. And I think something you said earlier that I don't know the exact words, but I'm thinking of the words like grief and gratitude can coexist. And so can grief and joy can coexist. Like two things can be happening at once. You can be going through a devastating time and at the same time, have some really amazing things happening. Like when I got my TEDx, it was the day after my mom had brain surgery. And I remember sitting in the car, like crying, going like, this is so amazing. And also why right now? (laughs) And it was such a confusing moment, but like sharing those times too, where things are really, really, can be really, really good and happy in the midst of something pretty shitty or devastating totally. going on. And it would be a massive yeah. disservice, I think, to your audience to not share the good stuff too. Like to me, you know, I got so much response when Keith took me um, to the Jan Jackson concert and it was like a surprise. Mm-hmm. And that was like such like a fun night for both of us. And it was just like so out of our like normal routine. And it was just like, and it was just, and people loved following along, right? So even yeah. though someone could definitely look at it and be like, oh, Jill, like, you know, she just... I don't know, he spoils her, like, you know, just whatever. People loved following along, like, for the storyline. Like, I think, I don't know, I do think that there's way more people who want to see that stuff than who want to see, and I don't know, like, to me, I'm with you. I don't want to connect on the bad shit either. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but I think, I don't know, to me, there's not, like, a lot of utility in except relatedness. You know, it doesn't inspire anybody, mm. doesn't motivate anybody, mm-hmm. doesn't educate anybody, doesn't entertain anybody. It just is like, cool, we're both we're both in shitty relationships. High five. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know. I just go like relationships, they're all like there are great parts of relationships and then there are things that you're always working on in the relationship. And to me, that's just normal shit. So I think I would much rather see people be happy than, than anything else. And honestly, someone in your audience and can't handle your happiness – then they should just unfollow. Like that's not a you problem. That's a them problem. Just make sure that you're honest. I think that's the thing is just make sure that like like if you're sharing something in the moment that's bringing you joy and that is like, just make sure that's real. Don't like fucking, I've just seen a lot of people like curate. I don't know if you've seen this lately. They're like, put their phone down and they'll put, they'll just like put it like, like over there on like, you know, the counter. And then they'll just like be in like a loving embrace with their significant other. I think that's so strange. Like I, I personally, like, I wouldn't be like, Hey Keith, come here. We're going to just do this post for social really quick. Let me just put this video up and let it run while we make out (laughs) and like connect. Have you seen people do this? I have. I've seen this multiple times and I've sat there thinking, 
Did they not know the camera was no. there or was this all set up and they just did it all for the camera? Like, it's very bizarre How to does me. someone not know the camera's there? <laughs> they literally set it up. And like, I, I mean, it's fun to watch, but I'm literally, but I'm thinking to myself, God, they really had to set up his camera, turn it on, yeah. have a conversation about how now we're going to do a performance in front of the camera. <laughs> it's so odd to me. I mean, Keith and I walk by each out. other like two dozen times a day and like kiss or hug or do something like touch like two dozen times a day. It would be so odd if I was like, let's capture this one and put it on social yeah. media. That now that's fucking curated for social media. That's yeah. different than yeah. what we're talking about. And look, if yeah, you want to do sure. that, awesome. Go for it. I think it's bizarre, but I've seen more and more people doing it lately. And that to me seems very curated for a specific <laughs> outcome. I I also, I'm going to just share this kind of has to do with it, but there's a gal that I was following and she was, she was doing this little game with her family and having family time and fun. She was talking about how fun it was. And she's like, I just love that I spent all this time. Um, we finally had fun with no phones, no distractions. But she's literally panning <laughs> on her phone. She says, no phone, no distractions. She's panning and her husband's in the scene and he's on his phone with his kids, like tugging on his shirt. Like he's literally listening. I was like, what the fuck? In what reality <laughs> are you talking about? No phones and no distractions. Like, I, I feel like there's a cognitive dissonance that people don't think that they're on their phones when they're literally, it's in their hands and they're <laughs> typing on it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. So I guess, I guess that's it too. I, I think because I've stepped away and I haven't shared as much in the last couple of years that I'm like coming back to it and now I'm overthinking it all because I'm like, man, I, I've just been watching too many people going, this isn't it. So now I don't know what to share anymore. Like, what I, the fuck? I think let's not overthink. I think just I think people would love to sit and I'm sure you got a lot of great responses from the carrot top story too so that's the thing is like I don't know uh, I'm also not here for people who are like we need to see the bad stuff I'm like go follow, fucking follow someone else go watch the news there's plenty of bad stuff to look oh, at yeah yeah absolutely yeah, I think just be honest so funny all right we'll keep sharing that's this sharing this stuff yeah and if someone says must be nice it is just say it is yep it is nice even Love when it's it. not. <laughs> it's always nice. I actually had a practice. I think I had talked about – I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Um, I posted about this. I'm typing it into my notes right now because I made a post. It must be nice. I think I did this in 2018. I used to have this um, – like basically instead of a gratitude journal, a gratitude post, I – I started keeping this. It's, okay, this is February 12, 2020. I started keeping this journal of it must be nice. And because it came up and it, this actually came up because you and me and Lori Harder went to Cabo and my ex-husband who wasn't, we were just separated at the time. We were there together and he said, it must be nice in my text. And I remember just having this instant, like feeling like my body was like on fire. And I was like, motherfucker, like must be nice. I just left, moved to California. Like, yeah, I'm here with my girlfriends, but like, must be nice. Like, must be nice that we're separated. Must be like, I'm not allowed to enjoy myself. Maybe I shouldn't be here. And then I just started internalizing that. And I think I had this fear kind of maybe like you, where I was like, well, maybe I can't share this kind of stuff. And so I decided to start making this must be nice list. And so every day I would write like 10 things that it, somebody could look at and say like, it must be nice. So I'd say like, it must be nice to have 
amazing friendships with people that support me. It must be nice to, you know, live location free for the last two years. It must be nice to be in, in good shape for my age. It must be nice to, and I just started making a list Love of it. all these things. And it, it suddenly took the, um, like the charge off of it. And I was like, yeah, it must be nice. And so it was similar to a gratitude list, but I just flipped it and just saying this now, cause I thought of it at the end of this episode, but maybe if that's something that's bothering you, like just start keeping a, a must be nice list. And I did it for a, a while, probably like three weeks until I no longer felt any issues around. It must be nice, but yeah, must be nice to get more than seven hours of sleep a night. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. It always is. <clears throat> well, I, I think this is a great conversation and it's definitely nuanced and definitely timely. But you know what? I think even the fact that you're even wondering if it's okay to share means it's fucking okay to share. Believe me, the people who are sharing <laughs> the right. fake stuff and really sharing like the highlight reel and sharing the fake stuff aren't asking themselves if it's okay to share it. <laughs> like <laughs> So true. So I think you're good. It's like those people who wonder if they're being good parents. I'm like, the fact that you're even worried about being a good parent means you are a good parent. Yeah. So anyway, be interested in your take on this, you guys. I know it's a nuanced conversation, but it isn't interesting to, to talk about this and then have someone literally say, you got it wrong. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but let us know what you guys think about people setting up their phone and then just doing stuff in front of it with their partner. Is that weird to you too? Or is that just what social media is these days? We just got to set it up and have B-roll going all the time. B-roll. B-roll. Anyway, that's it for us, you guys. If you are enjoying these episodes, we would absolutely love a review. So go to wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a quick review, a couple sentences about what you love about the podcast. We've been getting some recently and we have been loving reading them. We always appreciate you guys take the time and uh, we appreciate your time and attention as usual. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.